0: You've got it tuned to The Rendezvous.
1: Bonjour, bonsoir, it's Simon Marcel. Welcome to The Rendezvous. And if it's the first time that you hear this thick accent, it's French from Paris, the city of lights and the city of lovers. And we talk about love. We talk about relationships on this show. Before I start and get to you, call, I just want to say a quick story. A friend of mine, a lawyer, just, you know, was talking about his wife and he has kids that are, you know, in teenage years, it's very difficult. And he looked at me and said, Simon, How is it to be single? And I said, what do you mean? He said, is the grass greener next door? I want to know if your life is better than mine. And I said, I don't think so. Don't think the grass is greener next door, whether you, you see somebody single, or somebody in a relationship. On the contrary, what are you grass? I told him, like, make your relationship better and don't look at everybody else's relationship because mine can be lonely because I'm single. Somebody else's relationship is difficult. It's just a matter of, you know, focusing on your own life. So that's an advice I've learned from my own parents. Uh, your calls are next, 855-905-8255. Welcome back to The Rendezvous, Simon Marcel. When you have a question about your relationship, 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Di.
0: Bonjour,
2: Simon.
1: Bonjour, bonjour. What is going on? How can I help you?
2: Okay, so um, a gentleman I was with, well, my ex-boyfriend, now he cheated on me, so I broke up with him.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: I
2: was very upset, so my girlfriend decided to take me out for a night on the town. Mm-hmm. Um, we went out to this club. I kind of... Met this guy and we ooh la la, and <laughs> okay. um, I don't know. I, I mean, I guess it was just like a one night thing. But I really like him, and Uh-oh. I don't know if like I should reach out to him. Uh, that's or if a, he's that's, interested.
1: That's a good question. So, um, the at the end of the uh, this evening, this romantic uh, night, did you guys talk about? Anything else than maybe having breakfast to get together again? What was the the end of the evening like or the morning like?
2: <laughs> I mean, I just pretty much got up and and went home. I mean, we exchanged numbers and stuff. Um, I, we didn't have breakfast or anything. I was just I don't know. I think I was kind of like more hungover probably than. <laughs> Oh, I I see. I should have been. But, you know, so I just went home, but we have each other's numbers. So I don't know if I should reach out or
1: not. Listen, if you like him, you should. At this stage, uh, I would reach out and just say, hey, uh, how about coffee uh, this week? Very light, which allows you to step back if he's not interested without feeling like, you know, you're losing your dignity. But nothing like engaging more than, hey, how about tea or having a drink this week? And then see what happens. Because I don't want you to miss on a good dude. And it's not because the beginning starts very fast that it means there is no possibility of romance after that. So give it a shot. Okay.
2: All right? Awesome. Yes.
1: All right. Good luck to you. Good luck to you, G. Sure. And have a good Thank night. Thank you. Yep. You too. Bye-bye now. Bye. There is a great lesson for you all men and women out there. So stay with me because I'm going to give you a key romantic advice. That's next. Bonjour, it's Simon Marcel. Thank you for listening to The Rendezvous. You've heard me. You know I'm old school, <laughs> meaning most of the time when you call me and you question, you know, should I call my partner first or I haven't heard back from him, I said, wait a minute, give it a little distance. And I just talked to D, who, uh, you know, had this little ooh la with that guy, who just a one-night thing. And then she doesn't know now because she kind of like him. Should she reach out first or should she just wait? And there's a lesson of that for all of us, right? There is a lesson that, whether it's after a date, whether it's after a first kiss, after a one-night stand or an ooh and all that, and you don't know if you should call first, but you kind of like the person, you should always reach out with a very light invite. I, I just thought about it because I've been shy in my life and I regretted it, and I don't want you to do like me. I always want you to do, do better than me. That's the point of this show. And so if that happens to you, Always take a chance, invite a person out, you have nothing to lose to do it, trust me. And actually, to illustrate that point, let me share a story, a personal story that is a forever in my mind. That's next, stay with me. Bonjour, it's Simon Marcel. I'm just talking about the fact that sometimes in life, you have to say, I'm going to go for it. And uh, it's in the case, especially of romance, where let's say like D, my last caller, she had a, a one night stand, ooh la la. And kind of liked the guy. And then called me and said, what should I do? The reason I know what to do and you should always go for it and have a light invite for the person is because one time, I remember forever, I was in Kansas City. And uh, we were, it was a group of friends. And somebody introduced me to that lovely, lovely woman. And I don't know why, because I'm not usually shy. I never ask her out or never ask for a number. I was intimidated. But to this day, I thought, what if? And I don't know why she's still on my mind. That's how powerful it is not to take a chance at love or dating or just ask somebody for their number or do you want to get together. And I don't want you to feel like that. So don't do like me. Do better than me. And I got to go back to your calls now. 855-905-8255. Bonsoir, I'm Simon Marcel. You know, the music, the heartbeat of the rendezvous are your romantic stories. 855 Bonjour, Gigi. Oh,
0: bonjour. bonjour. Hey, how are you?
1: Good, good. I heard you had a romantic story to share with me tonight.
0: I do. Um, okay, this is going to sound straight out of a movie, but I swear this is the truth. So oh. I was working for a company and we had to go to Cannes, to the south of France, oh.
3: for six
0: weeks for a project. Uh And so I was in charge of setting up the, um, you know, the hotel and the arrangements and sort of coordinating our presence there. And, you know, and we were staying at a a very nice high end hotel. And the gentleman that I had been talking to the representative at the hotel, he greets me in the hotel lobby. Mm -hmm. And he suggests that, why don't we get a, a glass of champagne just to, celebrate my arrival, and he was just so, so charming, and I don't know, it just seemed like he was definitely going above and beyond, like how he greets his normal guests, so we went into the side bar, we had a glass of champagne, and he walked me back to the bottom of the stairs where where I could go up to my room, and he said, he asked me if I had planned the following night, Uh and I said, I don't, and he said, will you do now at 8 p.m. wear a long dress? And he picked me up and we drove around the coast there um, and Ooh. it was the most romantic thing I've ever done and with the Mediterranean and the, the stars and wow. twinkly lights and trees and it was the most romantic night of my life and we kind of had this affair for six weeks while I was working in the South.
1: Ooh la la. You know, I've, I've been to the south of France for the first time every summer for the first 25 years of my life. And it is magic. And it's just, you just reminded me of, of all that magic. So thank you so much for, for sharing oh, that. I mean, thank you, know, you
0: for letting me relive
1: it. <laughs> I'm happy for you. Thank you and, and have a good night, Gigi.
0: Thank you. You're a yeah. G-Tuber you Bible. Au
1: revoir. <laughs> Listen, I just, I'm going to have to reminisce a little bit. So stay with me. I'm going to reminisce my own story, my own love story in what we call the Riviera. That's next on The Rendezvous. Bonsoir, I'm Simon Marcel. Have you ever been to the south of France? Maybe Cannes, Nice, Saint-Tropez, Saint-Raphaël. My last caller, Gigi, was reminiscing about a story of hers when she met this guy who worked at the hotel she was staying at and they had this extraordinary six weeks. And I just want to share that with you first. Do you know why we call the south of France like the Riviera? It's because it's like a Riviera of diamond at night. So if you stand on one side of the coast, like a U, so if you sit on one side of that U and you look at the other side, it's shining like nowhere else in the world, like really a Riviera of diamond. It's just one of the most poetic, beautiful moments to look and sit down in the south of France and look at the coast at night. Now, we talk about at night. Something happened to me in the south of France that I will never forget, something romantic between me and a young French woman called Emmanuel. I'll tell you that story next. Bonsoir, Simon Marcel. Allow me to reminisce about this story between me, who was 16 years old, and this young French blonde hair, blue eye woman, Emmanuel. It was my first night out in the club because my cousin Nicholas in, took me out for the first time in Saint-Tropez, in that club called the Cave of the King, Les Caves du Roi, which is in a hotel if you ever go there in the south of France. And her, Emmanuel, her aunt took her for the first time in her life. We were the same age, 16 years old. And it was so magic. And I remember what she was wearing. She had the tight blue jeans with a bit of uh, holes on the blue jean on the legs And then she had some kind of sandals, and then she had just a white shirt. And I just thought she was the most beautiful girl I've ever seen in my life. And we chat, we danced, and it was 7.30 in the morning when I heard my cousin Nicholas said, Simon, he had enough, (laughs) let's go home. I said, I don't want to go home. He said, we'll be back tomorrow, you'll see her again. And then we went home. Truth is... I thought that was one of the most enchanting nights of my life. I still think about it with a smile. i got to go back to you, calls. 855 905 8255. You're listening to The Rendezvous. I'm Simon Marcel. You have a question? 855 905 8255.
2: Bonjour, Camilla. Bonjour,
1: Simon. Bonjour. Welcome to The Rendezvous. What's going on?
2: Thank you. Um, I have a husband who is great, but he can be sometimes wishy-washy in making decisions. And a lot of it is because he's very considerate and he's taking into consideration other people's, you know, feelings or thoughts or whatever. But sometimes I just would like him to sort of take the lead on some things and just say, I would like to do this. What do you think? You know, rather than say, well, what uh-huh. do you want to do, hun?" You know, it's up to you. I don't mind. That type of thing.
1: So, give me an example where he does that, and it's a bit annoying.
2: Um, well, you know, if you want to go out to eat somewhere, and it's you know, what do you feel like? Are you in the mood for something special? You know, what? No, no, whatever you want, hon, You know, or if and for it's worse if we're in a group of people because then. Sort of everyone's trying to be polite, and he is very—you know—he'll go that extra mile to see, you know. But on the other hand, there's Chinese over there. But on the other hand, we could go Italian. I kind of just like—I kind of just want to say, just tell me where we're going to eat, because at this point, I don't care.
1: (laughs) See, see, that is exactly what you should talk about it. So when you have this conversation, and it's important because I'm going to put myself in your Mm -hmm. shoes—if your partner never decides on anything first. Uh, you can also question that how much desire he has to go to that restaurant, and he just does it for you. It's you know always whatever you want. It just means you do it for me instead of, hey, I'm excited to do it together. This is the plan. Let's go. Here's the, the time. The restaurant reservation is done. Honey, get ready. Get dressed. We are going. And that's what you have to express to him, that it would be great once in a while if he does that. Okay?
2: Okay. Oh, I like that angle. I like that
1: a lot. So, good, good. Well, it's going to work. So good luck to you and him, but he's a great guy. So I have no doubt that he will adjust and take a little bit of uh, that decisive uh, action for you. Thank you, Simon. You're most welcome. Thank you so much and have a good night. Thanks, you too. You email at therendezvousshow.com are next. Bonsoir Simon Marcel. When you can't call me you can always email me your question at therendezvousshow.com. Trisha what do we have? So we have an email from Benita. Benita. Yes she says bonjour Simon. Bonjour Benita. I need your help. My husband and I just got married two months ago. Last night we got into a huge fight and he told me that he knew it was a mistake to marry me. We have since made up and he apologized for what he said, but I can't forget about it. Do you think he meant what he said? How do I get over it? That's a mean thing to say, but I got a solution. Benita, stay with me. I'm going to tell you that next. Welcome back to The Rendezvous. I'm Simon Marcel. So what do you do if during a big fight like Benita, your husband tells you these exact words that marrying you was a mistake? And then later on tells you, you know, I didn't mean it. I'm sorry. And he apologized. But then you said to yourself, did he mean what he said? Now, here's the the truth. Even parents when they're kids sometimes say things terrible and they don't mean it. Even people that are married forever might say the most horrific things for a big fight and not mean it a minute later. We have to learn to let it go. You have to have the person apologize to amend to you, to ask forgiveness. But let me tell you this. I got to be fair. Who, in a bad fight, hasn't said the most vicious words and regretted forever? So, let it go, let it go, you know, like the Frozen, you know, they sing. Anyway, you call that next, 855-905-8255. Simon, Marcel, bonsoir. 855-905-8255. When you have a question, call me. Bonjour, Troy.
3: Bonjour, Simon.
1: What is going on?
3: I have a uh, girlfriend that I've been with for about a year and a half now. Okay. And everything is great. We're both very busy. Um, She, um, previous to our relationship, she was with a a girl for four years. Okay. And, you know, her and I are always trying to kind of spice things up and and be spontaneous and try new things. Mm -hmm. Uh, And there's times where I joke with her about, you know, I would love to see you kiss another woman or I would love to watch you and another woman. And we kind of laugh it off. Mm-hmm. Um, so my question is, how do I approach this? Because I really do want to see her with another woman.
1: I see. And so just to be honest, do you want to just see her with another woman or you would like to ulala the three of you in the ménage à trois kind of situation?
3: I don't think she would go for that. Okay. But if the three of us could ooh la that would be amazing.
1: I see. So I think what's, uh, you worry of asking her why, why not just simply say, Hey, I'd love, uh, uh, since if you're into it to, to just watch you, uh, you know, kind of making out with another woman, what's your hesitation? What's your fear?
3: Well, the thing is, is that she, she claims that she just doesn't feel that way about women anymore.
1: Okay. Well then
3: that's but if she was with a woman for four years. I, I can't see her letting that go.
1: No, no, no. So, okay. So if she says she's not into it, she's not into it anymore you got to respect that. She's into you now. So unless it comes from her and she's into it still, then you got to back off and just, you know, stay just the two of you.
3: I see. But she's always the one saying she wants to try new things, and she said, I'll do anything.
1: But new things you. So, I, I mean, with anything you. to me. <laughs> yes, but it's new things with you. So you got to not take her back to where she was. She's with you for a reason. She's happy with you. So... Be creative, if you get my drift, but it's just the two of you, and it doesn't involve another woman. I see. Okay, so you got to respect that uh, new step in her life. That makes sense. It does. All right, man. Sorry, I know that's not what you wanted to hear, but here we always say the truth, so that's what I'm, my advice is.
3: Thank you so much. I appreciate it.
1: More Rendezvous next. Bonsoir, Simon Marcel. You know, I, I love the polls. So I put a poll at Rendezvous Radio, which is my Twitter account. And the poll had a question. Do you have one that got away? 46% of you said yes and 54 said no. That's a lot of people that got away from you. So remember what I said earlier on this show? Always there. When you like feel that loving feeling, reach out, call, text for a light invitation. We don't want people to get away from us if it's true love. And remember, always check out La Confession, or aka La Confession, my podcast on our radio. And you can always leave me a voicemail, 855-905-8255, or an email at therendezvousshow.com. I'll be back tomorrow. Have a good night. Bonne nuit les petits.
0: The Rendezvous Show.